I see no positive immediate future solutions to the largest problem that Americans are facing, which ties into pretty much every other aspect of their lives, and that is rent. Homes becoming unimaginably expensive. That is rent becoming unimaginably expensive. That's also creating homelessness which then translates to uh, visible poverty, which translates to crime running rampant in big cities. The only way to solve that crime is, of course, by heavily policing these cities instead of utilizing uh, the tax dollars towards any kind of measure to tackle homelessness on both ends, whether it be initiatives that combat already existing homeless people or initiatives that combat the creation of more homeless people by lowering the price of housing. Ultimately, it all ties back to that, and things get worse and worse, and Americans uh, recognize at least how shitty the situation is if they're living in it, but don't necessarily figure out where the problem's coming from. Feeling helpless as a parent. Yes, my kids are grown adults. My oldest is 28, my youngest is 25. And I thought by teaching them what I learned, which is you work hard, you get a good job, you're going to get the things in life that you need. Right? Worked for me. Why wouldn't it work for them? Because it doesn't. Because the world has changed. All right. And now I feel like I see them struggling. And before my generation comes at me, yes, I understand struggling is a part of life. We all struggled. But there's a difference between struggling and drowning. All right. So we struggled and it was tough. But you know what? We made it. We knew there was a light at the end of the tunnel with our struggle. It seems like kids today, no matter how much they struggle, they just get further and further down the water <clears throat> into the drowning point. She's spitting, but this is, again, a Fox News video. So let's see how she ties this back to voting for Trump and how Biden is the reason why you're struggling. And there is some truth to why Biden is the reason why you're struggling, except Trump is not the solution. As a matter of fact, Trump made the problem significantly worse than Biden did. If we're looking at Trump v. Biden, if we're looking at Democrats v. Republicans, I hate the Democratic Party for their negligence. I hate the Democratic Party for being feckless cowards. I hate the Democratic Party for being controlled opposition, but they are controlled opposition to the other side that is significantly worse and are very openly making the situation worse. So remember that. When I was their age, I was making less than $10 an hour and I can afford to live on my own. Now you have to be making six figure salary to get a decent tiny little place to live. I told my son, all you have to do is work hard, go to college or join the military like I did. Um, he went to college, got his degree, got a full-time job. He moved back in with me right when he graduated from college because he said, hey mom, as soon as I get a job, which was within two weeks of him getting out of college, yeah, join the military. I was wondering what she did where she feels like she, you know, was able to succeed. And there it is. The only type of social spending done in this fucking country, and even that part is being uh, limited now due to austerity in every aspect of governance, is the military. Hey guys, do you want to live as though you're existing in a European social democracy? Yeah, just throw your fucking body at the American war machine. That way you at least, if you're really unlucky or really lucky might get a fucking uh, a decent uh, amount of health care paid for by the government. That way, you could uh, potentially pay for your education. Sick. Awesome. And even then, it's not enough, obviously. Even then, it's not enough. But at least it's like a little bit closer to a social democracy. America's like, yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you the provisions. We'll give you the, the social safety nets to a certain degree that's, that resembles like a European existence. You just have to get PTSD and, you know, try not to kill yourself all the time.
uh, after that. As long as you can avoid killing yourself, then you're fine. You, you get some of it, some of it, not all of it. And even then, they've uh, they've shut off that money faucet too. Um, maybe take me two months and I'll save up enough money for me to move out. Okay, cool. It's been 10 months. He has saved almost every dime and still can't afford to live. Why are one-bedroom studio apartments almost $2,000 a month? Why? Like, I, I just don't get it. So I don't even think that there's even classes anymore. There used to be, uh, you know, upper class, middle class, lower class. It's literally turning into the ultra wealthy and then everybody else is just poor. She's right. Holy moly. I cannot believe Fox News covered this. That's awesome. I'm, I'm shocked that Fox News posted this. I was wrong. I thought because Fox News posted this that she was going to be, uh, as she's been talking about Biden inflation or Bidenomics or whatever the fuck. And I was wrong. The Washington Post recently suggested in the front page article, I think it's front page, that, quote, Republicans may have to find something else to criticize Biden for now that inflation is coming down. I'm sure they'll find something. Damn, they couldn't even fucking clap that much for him saying that inflation is coming down. We talked about this before. Inflation is coming down for consumer goods that are inside of the CPI. That part is true. However, things that you need for survival, like medical care, things that you need for survival, like shelter, specifically rent, well, these things are not going down, which is precisely the reason why, no matter what happens, Americans are not going to experience what Biden is claiming is happening. That's one part of the equation. The other part of the equation is even if inflation was going down, it still takes a long time for people to start recognizing that. So Biden pushing for Bidenomics as like one of the weaker aspects of his presidency, especially the longest weakness of his presidency is a wild choice. I am actually shocked because the Biden camp at least has like some competent people. They do legitimately have like, you know, old school consultants that have a better understanding of how to uh, run a, a decent campaign. So I don't know why they're like, oh yeah, remember that one aspect that has been genuinely devastating for a lot of Americans for the longest part of my four-year uh, presidential time in office, we're going to say that that's a good thing, actually, and we'll make you believe it. When all matter of polling shows that people do not feel that way, even if it's objectively true, the Inflation Reduction Act was the red flag that corporations saw the rain in their greedflation which, by the way, is real. Remember everybody saying to me and all of us that greedflation, which is corporations keeping prices high even after the supply chain issues were fixed because of their corporate greed and were only able to do it because of so much corporate consolidation uh was was fake Hassan this is this is ideologic idealistic nonsense you're out of your mind that's not how this works uh it's the free market the invisible hand it dictated them look at this graph now those very same Pulitzer Prize winning economists are also kind of signaling that maybe that was the case if you think that like Americans are gonna have like a Maoist peasants uprising, you're delusional. The American working class doesn't even see themselves as like actual working class individuals. They cannot align on class interests ever. Until the middle class is affected by bad economic policies, nothing will get done. The middle class is being affected by bad economic policies. What do you think the K-shaped recovery after uh, uh, COVID was? The lowest of the lowest uh, uh, poverty class gets like some noticeable increases in their salaries which still is not enough to compete with inflation. And therefore, they're still seeing a decrease in wages. But the tippy top of the capital owning class sees major, major profits. What is that? 
That's an evisceration of the middle class. It's already happening. Why are so many people with six-figure salaries are living paycheck to paycheck? Once coveted six-figure salaries are struggling to keep up with today's cost of living with more than half of the people who are making six figures still living paycheck to paycheck reflected in a new study. As rampant inflation pervades the economy, with it still sitting at 6% in February, the study done by the financial advice company Smart Asset acknowledges that even high earners are struggling to build wealth, especially in pricier cities. You guys want to guess why? I mean, you already know why. Exactly. It's fucking rent. Every additional dollar amount that you make goes directly into the pocket of your landlord. Landlords are like, oh, thank God. So sick. Thank you so much for getting a raise. <laughs> so I can fucking farm you even harder. Smart Ass's new study research calculated income tax on 100000 taking it into account at the federal, state, and local level to find earners' real take-home pay in 76 of the largest cities around the U.S. using 2022 data on the cost of living prices in the cities from the Council for Community and Economic Research. They analyzed how much purchasing power earners truly have. Cost of living indexes include average prices of housing, groceries, utilities, transportation. The study found the worst places to live for worst places to live for people who earn $100,000. After taxes and adjusted for cost of living, $100,000 amounts to just $35,000 in New York, $35,000 36,000 in Honolulu, 36,000 in San Francisco, and 44,000 in Washington, D.C., 44,000 in Long Beach and Los Angeles, California. Using the same metrics, the best cities to live for people who earn 100,000 are Memphis, Tennessee, El Paso, Texas, Oklahoma City. In Memphis, thanks to the cost of living, which is 14% lower than the national average, 100,000 is worth $86,000. Seven cities where six figures goes the furthest were in Texas, credited to low cost of living combined with no state income tax. Oh, it, it's not it's not the cost of living, guys. Or it's not the rent. It's actually the taxes. I take it back. I was wrong. It's the taxes that are the problem. Zippy's data also shows that 56% of Americans believe that earning $100,000 per year would make them rich. But Zippia notes that $100,000 salary is generally considered upper middle class today rather than rich and even be lower middle class in some cities. The median U.S. salary in 2022 was $44,225, which raises major concerns if Americans earning more than double that amount are struggling. Smart Asset shares some advice for six-figure earners, such as suggesting that they max out their retirement accounts. I work in the automotive industry and I take home less than 50% of my paycheck. 50% of renters in the U.S. are cost burdened, paying more than 30% of their income. Yeah, good stuff.